Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Eleven sixteen SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to the odds couple. Uh, good to um, see uh, the Godolphin Blue having one outstanding season, and the man at the helm who's done a magnificent job since uh, since joining the international behemoth is James Cummings. What a year he's having. Uh, the two-year-olds are on fire, his stayers are on fire, and it's a pleasure to welcome him to the Odds Couple this morning. James, welcome to you. Uh, what a season it's been so far. Well, it's been great, Simon, and thank you to both of you, Simons, for having me on this morning. It's a pleasure. Um, the Golden Slipper, I just want to wind the clock back a little. What an amazing day for you. And I must say, very emotional interview with your father, Anthony. It was outstanding on the day. Just a recap for that for you, James. Well, well, it meant a lot. And it's wonderful for me that I can enjoy my successes with family and, and friends and the racing community really behind us. And there's a good feeling about our squad at the moment and it's you know for me really satisfying to be a part of but but per, on a personal level to to have dinner with my my parents a few times a week and to be training alongside him um you know on, on occasion competing in the same race but often having the opportunity to mull things over together um in the same in the same racing jurisdiction it's pretty rare, I suppose, and um, and something that I don't take for granted. And I, I and, and I I can see I can see the thrill it gives him when we have our success, and the same goes the same goes both ways. James, you've you've talked about the the squad there, the team. Your two year olds have been absolutely outstanding from the start of the season right through to now. You've taken. Um, uh, the Magic Millions, so, you, you know, your summer was spot on and, and now that's led into the autumn. Was there a change of direction? Did you did you target you know, your two-year-olds to get them up and, up and about? Well, from the very beginning uh, of taking out my licence and going in a partnership with Bart, I could see the direction that Australian racing was going and the prevalence of two-year-old racing in the eyes of the big breeders um, was was there for anyone to recognise. So back way back in 2013 and 14, I, you know, I was doing my I was doing my best to get the best out of horses like Hello Crown, who won a kindergarten, and horses like Good Standing, who won a Skyline, and I won my first Group One in a Champagne Stakes with a horse called Prize Icon, who ultimately won a Derby. So, you know, it's no it should it should be it should come as no surprise to anybody that I know how to handle a two year old, but. 
this occasion, my second se- my second season at Godolphin is my first opportunity to have these babies all the way through. And I wouldn't guarantee that every season I'll be able to reproduce um, into the into the double figures of stakes winners, individual stakes winners of two-year-olds and the Quinella of the Slipper. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think that that would be realistic. But I'm prepared to acknowledge that some years would be better than others. But it's important to note that this is the first time I've really had my hands on these horses and their direction the whole way through, and that and that had an impact. James, outstanding stuff. Um, but as always in this game, you can't rest on your morals for too long because there's always tomorrow and we're racing on a heavy 10 at Rose Hill today for the third week in a row. Can you just give the punters that are listening a little bit of an insight into the conditions up there in Sydney? Well, it, it was looking like getting into the soft six range for the early breeding this morning after being a soft seven the last two days with sunshine and warm weather and a bit of a breeze around. You might have even been a, at some stages a two-club breeze um, yesterday. Mm. But with that over, overnight rain, well, when I say overnight, you know, it was actually all right last night, but this, early this morning it really started to hit and it was absolutely bucketing down at Warwick Farm and we're only, we're only 20 minutes away from Rose Hill. Um, and, look, I, I, think that, I think that with the amount of rainfall that they've had there, that takes us from being in that drying, gluey, soft six range to, to well and truly genuine heavy. Um, and and I, I recall back from last weekend when our first runner, Resin, ran second in the, in the opening race, the birthday card, James McDonald informed me after that race that the going was very heavy and the horses were making very hard work of it. So on account of that, you couldn't expect any, any, any less than extremely trying conditions today. Okay, you've scratched Elise out of race four, the Emancipation Stakes. So we'll have a look at your runners now. We're talking about your two-year-olds, race one, Latine. Shooting for three in a row, this filly, over the 1,400. Yeah, I think she's uh, able to make her own luck. Um, she's, she's got, um, she's got that, that tough fight uh, about her. And I like the fact that she's proven herself at seven furlongs and when her opposition might be sharper and have a little more class than her, um, and she's got the, she, and, uh, but you know she's got she's got that ability to fight on. I just you know I just have to acknowledge that she's got a lot more weight as a result of that being a Group Two winner now. Okay, race one number three at four dollars sixty. Let's switch to race three on the program. Two thousand metres Tullock Stakes here. Interesting little race. Only a small field for the three year olds. Costa Tots hard fit. And in these heavy conditions, uh, we know he's a 2,200-metre Tassie Derby winner. The 2,000 metres for Cossatot at $5.50 in race three. Yeah, he's, um, he's, got the, he's got the grounding for this race, and that's, it's got, a, that's got to be important, I think. Um, of course, some horses coming over from New Zealand will be equally as fit, uh, but I like the fact that he's two out of two on the soft. And, you know, he's, uh, interestingly, he's a half-brother to the slipper winner from last week. Yeah, amazing. Um, he can run well. He can run well on that race, that horse. Yep, at mile and a quarter, it'll be a real test in those heavy conditions. That's for sure for Cossatot. Race three, number folks, number four at five dollars fifty. Race six, we'll uh, switch our attention to now. The Group One Vinery Stakes. This is an outstanding race. Pahutakawa was terrific. Switching back to Kembla Grange uh, might have been a little bit of a masterstroke. Some great confidence boosting uh, uh, result and win there. And she got the um, the benefit out of the, the heavy the heavy track run on a 
on a, on a full um, mile test. And I think that I think that sweeping sweeping run, hitting the front at the top of the straight, and having to having to be so strong should stand her in really good stead today for this this grueling mile and a quarter. Group one on the heavy ten. Um, she she's proven to be adept on soft going and heavy going last time. So I think that I think if she uh, has the ability to run a strong two thousand, which her most recent run suggests she's crying out for, this looks a suitable group one target for her. And she was absolutely jogging in behind that wall of horses of El Dorado Dreaming and fun, Fundamentalist and Nikita Jane in the surround stakes at Group One second up. You know, I, I think that she had more to offer that day, and and her effort in the Kembla Grange Classic where she was allowed to, she was just let loose. Um, I think we saw it in full stride, and it was impressive. And she could have done no more to be giving herself every chance of being competitive in this finery. In this finery. Stakes. It's a, it's a, it's a good race though, and I think it's a better race than the, mm. than the uh, Colts, um, Rosal Guineas a week ago. Absolutely. Race six, number eight, Pahutakawa at $6. And, uh, well, I think we all learn a lesson that you can forgive a, uh, a star horse like Avilius one bad run because he bounced off it seven days ago, was outstanding running the, the Randvet. He backs up here, James. Some punters will be wanting to know from you, the 2400 backing up on a heavy track again. He's $1.60. How's his prep been going into this? Well, he's had the right weight for age preparation for it. Um, he's, he's had a very strong grounding, and he's had a, he's had a he's had a perfect week for a horse on the seven day backup. I can't say any more. I think he's mm-hmm. he's uh, he's done the talking himself this campaign, and the the promise with which he began this preparation has now been delivered upon, and this this race could be the icing on the cake. James, great to chat with you this morning. Um... A lot of fun to have you uh, with us here on the Odds Couple. We've been watching from afar and the season's been a beauty. We wish you good luck with the rest of it. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Good on you. James Cummings joining us there on the Odds Couple. What a sensational season he's had. And as as he said, you know, this is the first full season he's had with those horses. Yeah, it's yeah, extraordinary we, effort. Just wait. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.